Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 180 of the GK Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I am Tyler, and joining me, we have the Colonel. We have Gables. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm still kind of tired from the end of the work week, but overall, I'm just kind of a little bit, uh, <laughs> I'm just a little bit tired. But man, I'll tell you what, though, just the work week in general, it's just, it's just been one crazy week. Like, like forklifts going down and like other types of crazy ass like uh new hires and stuff that i have to try to help out for like orientation process and it's like it got awfully like fatigued stuff so much so i decided to go like during my lunch break today to try to get a coffee i went to starbucks right which i walked across my work plaza and stuff and it's it's the place where i work at's the same plaza as a safeway so I went in, got a coffee at the Starbucks. So the barista just like goes ahead and just asks for my name. It's like, oh, okay, my name is Gabe, you know, G A B E. And uh, there's like three Girl. baristas there. <laughs> there's like three baristas like working simultaneously and stuff. I was the only person there while they were working and doing this shit and stuff. So I went for my coffee, right? And uh, as soon as I get my coffee and I walk back and then I start drinking my my freaking. Uh, my mocha that I had, Ooh. I look at the cup, Ooh, and uh, ironically, it didn't say my name. It said G A V E Gave, <laughs> and to make matters worse, is the barista who wrote it on the cup and stuff almost mistakenly thought my name was Dave at first because there's like a fully, there's a fucking mistake on the G where you know she was gonna write a fucking D and then she covered it up with the G and didn't even bother covering up the damn V in the fucking third book. <laughs> Sorry. And so, and so I, as soon as I got home, I decided, okay, I'm just gonna go to the Starbucks like uh, fucking Facebook page and I'm just gonna post the picture on their page and stuff like that. It's like, oh, come on, Starbucks. Your fucking barista right there just gave just like basically could even fucking spell a four continent like name. They How hard is that? Themselves. Yeah, they weren't even exactly busy they and have stuff. To have guess themselves. I've never met anyone named Gabe. Yeah, it's like a verb, uh, uh, pretense or posting. You think something would be Perfect. wrong there when okay. it's like Thank okay. <laughs> this is like a fucking G-A-P. It's like, Gabe? Who gave you that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than the Starbucks, other than the whole freaking Starbucks, like, uh, hilarity thing, which my coworkers got a good chuckle out of because, like, I just sit, I sit at a table, like, with a bunch of, like, other women and stuff like that. They're, like, like, around stuff, like, from various age ranges, and it, it's just... It's just very funny. I showed one of my supervisors the coffee cup and stuff, and she she had a good laugh at it. It's like, you know, you can post that and possibly get something from Starbucks from that type of shit. Like, and I'm like, oh, well, who knows? I'll try it. Colonel Gables? <laughs> Everyone call you now? They well, can't uh, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I should Colonel do that off one of the top chance. My name is Colonel Gables. <laughs> you military? Like, no. Like a twisted mustache. It's like, yeah. no. A I'm a professional gamer. Mustache. <laughs> Eyebrows all up. 
Good ideas for students. So, yeah, that was my week pretty much in a nutshell. How about yours, Tyler? Oh, uh, mine went all right. Uh, long week, uh, work week. Have, after having a five-day uh, weekend and only had work two days last week, coming back in, have to work a full week. It's tough, huh? Yeah. Yeah, then, first day is hell. Oh, yeah. First couple of days. Miserable. Yeah. And I made the mistake of trying to give up caffeine this week. Oh, there you um, go. I'm on day seven of uh, no caffeine. caffeine. Oh, shit, dude. It is. Yeah, I noticed. I don't know how people do it, man. How people, like, that just don't have caffeine ever or just limited amount, at least in the mornings. It is terrible. I have slept like shit, having horrible nightmares. And it's, this is reality, Tyler. This, now you know what it's like. This sucks. I don't like reality. I'm going it's back scary. to I'm fucking caffeine. You having fucking nightmares of fucking like Resident Evil Six all over again. It's like, oh yeah, it, my life has been Resident Evil Six this past week. It's terrible. Oh, he just got know, a random dream where he's the one replacing Leon Kennedy in the opening sequence, where he's got to run away from all these exploding cars oh, and a wall of fucking oh, inferno fire. I would rather actually be Leon Kennedy in that scenario than actually play as Leon Kennedy in the video game. Yeah. Um, you can see four thousand zombies on screen, but only three can attack you. Yeah, yeah. it take twenty bullets to kill. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's it's been a rough week. It's been a trying week of uh, not trying to murder anybody or break anything. Uh, I. Feel like I did an okay job getting by. Um, they say that three day hump thing, bullshit. Three day hump. The three day hump. Mm-mm. Is that what it is? They got you know, the three day hump for quitting oh, smoking. Two week hump. It better not be two. I ain't gonna make two weeks. Uh, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's terrible. That's kind of one week. I might break in because next week I gotta work like fifty something hours. I might need a fucking energy drink. Someone might actually die. Um, but yeah, that has kind of been my week in a nutshell. Uh, Justin's also here, if you couldn't notice. Hello. What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I started laughing a little early about Gabe's story. I apologize. Yes. <laughs> there was <laughs> something you said cracked me up. A what? bunch of crazy-ass new employees. <laughs> I wanted to hear about these new crazy-ass employees. Well, that's just the thing, though. We <laughs> we got, like, a, like a bunch of, like, uh, new ladies in for textile stuff. Oh. And because when the forklift went down earlier on this week, basically they had to replace a new battery in this goddamn forklift, considering that somebody probably missed, probably did not keep up in the maintenance with the battery. Like uh, didn't fill with water. It. Mm-hmm. Probably not fill. Yeah, they probably check didn't it. fill the full the fuel cells with water or some shit. Yeah. So as a result, I had to train some of the textile ladies in order to help me out with uh, some of the processing goods. And how our processing is sort of like arranged is this new company thing where. There's like a couple different types of pods that the Goodwill people have to do. And uh, I'm inside of like the main store's pod. And I'm the one just normally I'm the one that's like a cleaning off and like sorting through a lot of the stuff. Putting things in outlet, putting things in garbage, giving good stuff to uh, supervisors when I have to. But on the opposite end of the spectrum and stuff, if there's like hardly... If there's even one thing down where the, the textile people or something have to go and search for things to do, then they're going to be coming to us first hand. <laughs> so I had to train like at least five different people over the span of the past couple days in order to help us out. Like, oh, okay, this is what this does. This is what that does and stuff. It got so fucking overwhelming. Like today, I just stuff. felt like I was going to snap on somebody. <laughs> And I just like this one woman's like, like, oh, you're so patient, you're so good. It's like, oh, huh, don't push me your luck, motherfucker. He's a knife behind his back, lady. <laughs> the day is young. Don't turn around. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's just basically what it was in a nutshell. Okay. It's 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 just a mixture of that plus like the the whole thing of the winter season and stuff, possibly mm-hmm. getting more people to sort things for other people having to leave. And, yeah. yeah, it's just normal retail stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand the feeling we're going to the busy season for us too. So a lot of newbies, you know, a lot of yeah, oh, yeah. door of newbies. Um, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to add, I had to know. That was funny. Okay. Thanks for telling us. Um, <laughs> miserable for you. Sorry. It wasn't exactly miserable. It was just, just crazy. Trying yeah, times. Just, yeah. Um, well, the coolest thing, I think, my grandma came from Texas. She's here right now. Oh, awesome. She came up north. So, uh, yeah, I've been hanging out with her. She didn't go south. Much as I can. Yeah. Around the, <laughs> yes. Around the Horn of Mexico. <laughs> But yeah, she's here. Uh, she'll be leaving pretty soon, so I'm gonna try to spend some more time with her. Hopefully, there's baby shower tomorrow for my brother and stuff. So, oh yeah, I think that's another reason she came into town. And Thanksgiving was last kind week. of a good time. Yeah, yeah. perfect timing. Yeah. So yeah, things have been going good though. Like you said, yeah, going back for Monday after the, I had a four day weekend is tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a long day. A long day <laughs> of uh, not moving very fast. No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't even try. I no. just like. <laughs> boss came by and it's like I'm pretty slow today <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom yeah I'm gonna sit there for like an hour you don't have to tell me when you go to the bathroom it's like I'm scared I'm gonna be gone I'm scared sorry I'm gonna lay oh there. dude <laughs> dude when it comes to the bathroom at the workplace and stuff like that it's oh man when I got sick during that one week like uh towards like the oh. end of October is there one stall <laughs> there's like one guy's stall or something like oh. that in the men's room <laughs> and ironically enough, it's like the warmest place inside that entire building <laughs> when it gets cold. But it's like the time when I got sick and stuff, and I think I had to like tell you guys I wouldn't come in during that uh, time for to record the podcast. And it's like, yeah. I literally, on my work day and stuff, towards the middle of the week, I had missed two days because of a cold. And it turned into a stomach virus because I, I didn't rest my body enough during that week. And yeah. so during the day where I was helping like price and put out stuff, I had literally like every hour on the on the hour had to take a shit. <laughs> like it was terrible, and I oh, it just man. felt so bad because I just had to let go, dude. <laughs> and every time someone come in the bathroom, oh my god! <laughs> but oh yeah, I just that's what I'm kind of like a like. A, not, yeah, sort of sympathize with Justin and stuff like that. It's like just using the work room bathroom sometimes could be just like a horrible experience mm-hmm. <laughs> or completely hilarious. Yeah. Well, my work, our bathroom is in the locker room, oh. so oh, yeah. nothing's not nothing is worse than when like there's there's the common time between five forty five in the morning and six a.m. Most common time people get dressed for for the beginning of the shift. Oh my and, like, god. Like two fifteen to two forty five in the afternoon. Most common time people dress to get out. And, oh man, fucking! Time it's like that's also most common time people go poop. It's like <laughs> you know, you know. And now, now we all gotta smell it and listen to it. Like, oh, <laughs> and then you gotta like, poop every day. Seriously, you're dressing, you gotta like just... walk out and you gotta sit there and like now everybody sees who you are. Do not open your mouth. Yeah, and now it smells like feet and asshole in there. And now we gotta smell shit. Shit, feet and, and asshole. And, and asshole. There's a different smell. Trust me. An old wrinkly bangs. <laughs> You just go in there and just smells like feet and asshole. That just sounds really. Yeah. You can't. You got. You, you don't want to look down, but you don't want to get tangled up. So it's, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> anyways, 
This is a video game podcast, not yes. a bathroom time podcast. Which we 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 can always do that. I don't care. That could be a sideshow for us. Um, it's getting downloaded more than ever. Yeah, it's oddly enough, people want to hear about pooping. It's weird. Uh, no, uh, we're gonna jump into what we've been playing. It's a. Uh, I don't know who wants to start here. Josie, you want to start? Uh, I better not. Okay. <laughs> better come back to me. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go. Do uh, it. I have played. If you have not looked at the show notes, guys, a shit ton of games. I'm only gonna uh, almost. <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk about all of them this week. There's a couple I've just kind of been playing. I want mainly talk about the ones I've actually finished. Yeah. Um, a couple games I just kind of finished up. Uh, Watch Dogs Two. I knocked that out. Uh, I did a lot of the sites, like well, the bigger side missions. Not like it has like a lot of typical like side missions you see in open world games, where it's like thirty right. per mile. What thirty per mile those little ones? Yeah, like <laughs> fill up like this section paint like a, uh, paint like uh, on the billboards or graffiti, uh, racing things something like that. I don't like a lot of the bigger side missions. And some I recommend if you're playing through this game, do those side missions because they're actually like. About as big or bigger than some of the actual like story missions, and some of them are huh. really really good actually. Cool. Um, I did all those. Um, finished up the game. My, my I love this game still. Uh, uh, my biggest complaint is I felt like in the end, almost like the game was like the ending was almost kind of rushed. Where I felt like things were still building up to something, and it was just like when you go into the final mission, it tells you, "Are you sure you want to start this? This is the final mission." And I'm just like, "Really?" What does it tell you? Yeah, and I'm fine with that. And you can go back and keep playing the game after you beat the game and do all the sides things you want, side activities. Um, but it just kind of like, you didn't really get, you maybe got like four or five minutes of screen time with the main bad guy. Um, you, you didn't really get a, like, it just kind of like, you're like doing a lot of things to sabotage him and reveal um, truths and like to- terrible things that they're doing and all this. And I just kind of like, it felt like we were still going up to some, building up to something, and it just kind of like, oh, we're here, mm. game's over, and and just kind of like the the lot of the final, like the the final mission was great. I loved it. Um, I just like the final like cutscene wasn't that great, um, and it just felt like it jumped around a lot. Like, uh, kind of a minor spoiler. Uh, one of your characters, one of the one of the people in your group dies, is murdered, and you do this whole mission where you get revenge. And then the next mission is, like, I, I drive to this location five minutes later, and, like, you guys are, like, the guys are, like, joking around, laughing about doing something, some other big mission. It's just, like, I, I know it's open world game, you're probably meant to go around, do side stuff, and not just go straight to the next story or next mission or whatever. Uh, but it just kind of, like, everything just kind of felt like, uh, it just didn't, like, it was just, like, we're not going to, okay. like, make, make sense to, like, go, with like, A to B. It's, like, we're just going to, like, we're just going to force it. Straight that's there, kinda, like, there wasn't that's like a jarring transition, don't you think? Yeah, it you was. Know? Yeah, there wasn't like a grieving time. There wasn't like a mission to do something else, or like you know, like kind of maybe do something in his memory. Or they did, they did a cutscene like t- to this person, and but it wasn't. It just, you know, it was just weird to me. It just kind of threw me, threw me for a loop there. Huh. And it's just like now we're like sitting around uh, hmm. watching a space, uh, a rocket take off or a spaceship take off. And I'm just like, okay, this is weird. From a story perspective, this not make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I understand it's harder to do with a open world game and not a lin, like more of a linear on a straight path kind of game. Um, but it just it was really jarring. But overall, still love the game. Uh, I'm kind of tempted to go back and maybe do some of the 
uh, see if there's any more story missions maybe I missed or kind of check out the characters I love all the characters in this game cool uh, Wrench is actually my favorite character probably in this game the one with the uh, the mask like the Danger Mouse mask with the, with the emojis <laughs> the emojis he's really funny I like all of this like I mentioned last week they had the Alien vs. Predator conversation uh, they joke around all that Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff like that with that's cool. I mean, it's like nerd culture stuff, and I, I liked all of it. Um, overall, fantastic game. Nice. Um, talk about that enough. Next up, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Finishes up. I was actually only like, this game you can probably, like, there's a lot of side stuff I've talked about a couple weeks ago in this game, and uh, like, a lot of side missions that 10, 15 minutes do, some are even less than 10 minutes. And I feel like if you don't do those, like, you can probably beat this game in like four hours. It's, I feel like there's only like five big like actual story main story missions and then the rest are like the, the other two or three hours is like the side stuff um but still overall um i think it's probably one my probably my favorite call of duty campaign whoa i would put it above advanced warfare and black ops to me um just more just because it's just it doesn't it it's got the shooting of call of duty but everything else about this game doesn't feel like call of duty Huh. Uh, I, I think I really like the story and the characters they built with you. Um, it's not as fun. It's a little more serious. Um, you know, not, it's not like a Watch Dogs, but um, yeah, they really develop a relationship more. This like most Call of Duty campaigns, you're like the multiple different characters. You you don't really talk, so you don't really you don't really you build some relationships with your side characters, your team, your squad mates, but you don't really you know it's supposed to be like you're the silent protagonist. Yeah. And this one, you're definitely not. Uh, and I liked all the characters and just kind of like the big story about this game is like you take you become a captain of a ship and now you've got to like decide like you have to like decide do I want to send these guys out to die do is it worth sacrificing these guys you gotta make these ultimate decisions now that he didn't have to make before and it's just kind of like dealing with that like making these decisions or not making the, this decision um, what's the right thing to do? Sacrificing men for the greater cause, you know, like going through, and it's just like that's what the whole kind of whole campaign's about. And it, I love the way it builds up, and it's like the decisions that uh, the character you play as um, throughout the game makes, like what it leads to in the end. Uh, and it's just a really good story that I don't feel like. I mean, it's probably been told in other war stories, movies, video games before, but probably a lot of books. Um, but I don't know if I've really ever seen it in and one. they picked it very well. Yeah. Whatever it is, and it felt fresh to you. Yeah, from a story perspective, probably, yeah, I think that's the best. And also just a lot of, like, the space battles, and I've talked about like, the the actually flying a spaceship and those all the, the dog fighting and stuff like that. It's amazing. Really? Uh, yeah, I love that stuff. I wish there was that more, makes a me more of it. And unfortunately, mo- like, that's probably, the, like, most of that stuff is in the side quest, like, doing the dog fighting. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they're called, it's called the Jackal. Those, I think that's the name of the, the ships that you fly, and eighty uh, percent of those that time is in those side missions there. Uh, but I love this game. Um, so another great game. Finish that up. Cool. Um, love the characters and all that. Loved everything about that game. Um, next game, uh, Bound. Bought this game a few months ago. Uh, I tried playing it. Just wasn't in the mood for it. Uh, kind of like a ballerina. Kind of. It's like kind of like a. A game where it's a platformer, but it's Dancing. not. Yeah, like you're like a ballerina doing like you're just kind of wandering through like a platforming things. Super easy platformer, um, and just kind of you're getting a story told through you, kind of sorta, as you're going along. Um, this game's fucking boring. 
I played for about, I tried playing it again, started over, played for like 45 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, this is like not fun. Like, just not having a good time. Because there's no like, you're, there's no, that goes through like, it's just like boring platforming. And it's super easy, and it's not real. There's no real uh, punishment for dying if you do die. I think I fell off the cliff once because I couldn't understand like, where I was jumping to because the way the color schemes are, everything kind of just blends in, or I don't really understand where you're supposed to go. So it's just kind of like sometimes it's like, maybe it's supposed to go this way. Oh, nope, that's supposed to go that way. And just, I don't know, I was bored. And then like the story they're telling uh, isn't that interesting to me. So I, that game's done. Um, next up. <laughs> The Bunker. Uh, I bought this one actually I a couple wanted months this ago. Game so bad. Uh, it is a live action uh, kind of interactive story game too, um, or like a walking simulator, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, basically, uh, what, what the story is about. It's all live action. It's uh, play as this, this guy. It starts off with you being born, and basically a nuclear bomb was dropped in uh, in London in like 1986, and it starts with you being born. Uh, you're the character you play as being born. And there's 59 people um, in this bunker. And there's a bunch of bunkers all throughout Europe. And uh, at least, I think, just Europe. I don't know. They don't really... Uh, looking at maps, they don't really explain how it affected the rest of the world, really. Mm-hmm. It's mainly all about happening in this bunker. And um, it kind of jumps up um, 30 years in the future. And your your mom is dying. And she, you were the last two survivors on in the bunker. And it's just kind of like she tells you when she passes away, like, just stay in your room and you'll be fine. And it just kind of starts off with you going through this routine, like, check to make sure, like, like maintenance, everything's good, air pressure's fine, filtration's fine, everything like that. Uh, food, um, check the radiation level, vitamins, all this stuff. And you just kind of go through this process, like, three or four times. And it goes through it pretty fast, like, it takes, like, four or five minutes. And then finally, like, the fourth day, um, there's a problem with... Uh, one of the, uh, like a uh, spark, not spark plug, but like uh, electrical box. One of the... Uh, breaker boxes? One of the, yeah, breaker boxes. One Generators? Of the, yeah, one of the breakers goes bad and you gotta go fix it. And it's this whole thing of him, like he hasn't left his room in this area in so long. Now he has to go, like, it's this anxiety uh, going through and going down and fixing it. And like there's five levels of this bunker. And having to... Um, you go, you deal with this game a lot of it. Like a lot of stories told through flashbacks of him as like a teenager. Uh-huh. And kind of like explaining like what happened in this bunker, um, why you're, like you're the only person left now, why everybody else died, and um, kind of going through. And it's just like a lot of like point and click. This was initially a PC game. I came out, I think a few months before that came out on PS One or Xbox One, and I feel like this game would be better uh, played with a mouse because the scroll that you have is very slow. And there's points in the like as you're like doing things like you have to like click on a certain area in like a certain amount of time oh. otherwise you can die so you like or race to, over there slowly yeah and it's just like and if your cursor is like you can move your cursor at any point while you're watching the video or moving along and uh, if your cursor like if you need to point on, click on something in the top left and your cursor is in, in the bottom right you literally don't have enough time to get up there uh. and click it so there's points where I've had to like replay entire areas over and again not entire areas but like four or five minutes worth of stuff which is yeah. really boring it's not like a shooter game where you just have to kill these enemies again. Right. Like you literally have to watch the same cutscene over again and just kind of go through that. But um, that's really my only complaint with it. I actually enjoy this quite a lot. Uh, yeah. There's no challenge to it, really. It's just a... Um, it's just kind of like you can you can play... <clears throat> this game you can beat in less than like two hours. Yeah. Probably an hour and a half if you just go straight into the bare minimum. But like going through and like reading notes, finding uh, like tapes like telling you, like listening to other people's stories... 
um, and just finding out more about what happened and going delving deeper into these characters um, is pretty interesting actually I think they tell, tell an interesting story um, in an interesting way with the whole live action stuff it's kind of it's cheesy and corny it's low budget um, not the best acting in the world but overall I thought it was actually a pretty good game I would recommend if you if you kind of like those kind of games um, the more the interactive where it's not so much playing a game uh, I would recommend it it's just, it all depends it's, for me yeah, like, uh, there's I've played a you know. few of these where I've hated them. I've played a few where yep. I liked them. I loved them. Me too. Uh, speaking of, and I think we might be able to kind of move and adjust with this one, Virginia. I uh, I played through this. I beat this last week. Probably oh, you beat it. Yeah, did you, did you? I only played it for twenty minutes. Okay, but I yeah I want to keep playing. Okay, I didn't know if you were done with it or not. No. Um, I played through it. Uh, it's kind of a it's a game where like a you play as a woman who, it's like she graduates, the F, like she becomes an FBI agent, uh, and it's like her first week on the job, and going through, and like the first case you get is like uh, investigating a missing boy, and going along, there's no, no more. What? I won't say anymore. <laughs> That's kind of like the overall, because anymore, this, this game, like the bunker in this game are hard to talk about because it's all kind of story based. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's an interactive story game. Um, and it's just kind of like, Delving along this this first day, there's no dialogue in it at all. Not even like bo- text boxes or anything. So it's kind of all like told through like body language yeah. and finding things throughout the game. Uh, Wait, and like timing and like waiting. Yeah, um, and just kind of like trying to f- feels very intelligent. Yeah, like this is to me. There's points in this game where I got lost with the story, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm lost in a house right now. Yeah, you're, I'm gonna go back. To yeah, the house. it's. It's uh, and the way they tell the only thing I don't like about it is like kind of like the the kind of get to the points of the, the story is they just jump ahead a lot yeah. to areas. It feels kind of cool, but maybe at some points it won't. Yeah, I, and like sometimes it's like I'm trying to explore things and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or not. Sometimes and, and I'll accidentally like go on to the next area and it's like I wasn't done. I kind of want to keep looking in this and trying to figure out yeah. more. And that happened so, once. Yeah, I've done it. I've done. I've done it constantly because it wasn't like some areas they make it obvious where you're supposed to go, but sometimes you're just like I'm stuck at the house. So. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Um, oh, really? I would like the bunker a lot more. Uh, it's you could probably beat this like hour forty five minutes, depending on like oh, what really? you do. It's super short. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I it feels about right for the pacing of what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's not the. It's not the worst interactive story game I've ever played, but it's uh, but it's not the best either. Uh, I think it's fine. Um, I like to if you beat it, I like to have a conversation about the story with you, kind of thing. Because yeah. I, I think some of it is kind of left up to like you make your own you conclusion kind it, of yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, some of the stuff is anyways. Um, but overall, I, I thought it was okay. Um, it's like ten bucks on PSN. I picked it up for like six dollars in the flash sale. Um, cool. But I, yeah, I, I did uh, too actually. Okay, cool. Hey, Gabe, do you mind if I jump in real quick and talk about a couple games I played? Dude, go ahead. Just going from Virginia real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell my my initial thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, Things it reminds me of, and like, uh, it reminds me of X-Files. Yep. It reminds me of Twin Peaks, which are very similar type of game. Those are the two most common things I I heard about when I I bought the game. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of... Uh, Silence of the Lambs, because you're a, a woman who's in the FBI. Yeah, and like, sense, yeah. It's like you're the main character. Um, 
uh, what I really actually like, I so far I love like the movement of it. Like you were saying, how it kind of skips ahead. Mm-hmm. But I haven't got to like I only got to one spot where like I felt like I was. Uh, maybe I want to go check this out. Also, as a head. Yeah. But I do like the, like how it does that. Like it's cool. It kind of just, all of a sudden like okay, a real quick example. Like uh, you'll be like changing your clothes, walking out your front door. All of a sudden, like you're on a, a highway somewhere. Yeah. Just in a car. You're like you can look out the window and like it's like. And you look over, you know, and there's somebody there, and, like, it's like it says so much without saying anything. Mm-hmm. So far, I just really love that about it, like you said, too. And, uh, what else? Um, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, my complaint right now, the only, my only complaint I can think of is kind of the movement could be a little smoother. Faster? Faster, a little yeah. smoother. Maybe... maybe I was thinking about faster, like, but if I could run, this wouldn't feel right. I don't want to run, but maybe like but, a tad. But bit turning quick. your head would be nice. If that was faster, yeah. For sure. But maybe a little faster, yeah, a little bit tad faster. Like more, it's like it's not even walking speed. It's almost like you're like slow, just just under walking. Like you're speed. dragging it feels your weird. feet, kind of like yeah. going through a dream. Like you're full of like your body's full of heroin, kind of. Or us going back to work on Monday after that kind of weekend. thing, yeah. Besides that, I, I love it so far, and I'm excited, very optimistic about it. Like, uh, glad to know it's actually that long because it seems like it shouldn't be any more than that. This yeah. is like the pacing of it, so that might actually work out cool. That's something I forgot to mention. Though I think Virginia and Bunker, like, if those games were like four or five hours long, mm. it, was, it would I would lose my interest. Like those games yeah. are fun, but they're best played in I think uh, uh, one kind of go, and like four or five hours would not be good. And plus, it's just the story they want to tell, I don't know if it would be better being stretched out that much. That yeah, much for sure. Unless it's like episodic somehow. Yeah. Which I think it would be kind of cool from what I've seen so far in Virginia. If it was like a X-Files thing where it's like a continuing thing. Yeah. It'd be kind would. of interesting. Could but, be, yeah. But it might be better like this. So, yeah. If the story it's all, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, okay. One more game here. Well, actually two games real quick. Well, one a little bit longer than the other. Uh, first, I'll do the shorter one. Okay. <laughs> I, I got. I picked up the show, uh, MLB The Show 16. Okay. 16, and uh, I picked it up like almost a month ago now. Just haven't had a chance to play it. Finally started playing it. I got it right when like the Cubs won the World Series. I was like, oh my God, I got to play like some baseball. Ultimate hype mode. Yeah. I'm going to be the Cubs and play baseball. Like, yeah, so I decided to actually play it. And uh, I've only played online. Oh, wow. With um, my brother, actually. We played like... I think a game every night this week. Wow, at least dude. one at least one game. Yeah, we've been talking. I've actually been recording it. It's oh, probably wow. ridiculous. Yeah, huh. and he, 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 I think I recorded our like voice and in, in my video for if some you, reason. You can, you can you can click on it. Yeah, to like enable the the, the Twitch to hear it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this game is so cool. Like, it, it's like it feels really good to like it, it feels good playing. Like I think. For, at least for me, I think baseball translates to like a fun video game more than like most sports do to me. Just like the the timing and like the you know yeah. swing right now or like it's over there a little bit. Like and there's just little bitty things I didn't catch on until playing it for a little while. Like wherever the ball is, you can kind of move the left joystick like towards that like that uh, section. Yeah, and it like it's just sweet and like oh man, it's just fun. Like <laughs> I don't know, it's just like keep saying it's sweet and fun. It's like. It feels so good. And, like, I played as a Cubs. I played as a bunch of teams, but, like, the Cubs mostly. And this, like, after actually 
excuse me, watching the World Series this year, like they depict them pretty accurately. Like all the, especially all the main uh, people, I was like, yeah, pretty surprised. Even like their batting stance and stuff. I was like, this is freaking awesome. Uh, so yeah, I've, I'm gonna keep playing this probably for a while. I might be one of those guys that picks this game up every year. Now, yeah. After actually playing this one, uh, that might be my go-to sports game. But uh, I do wish that other companies could have that license. Let's see what they do. Um, 2K has a license, but they oh, just they, do. Uh, they are their game is just nowhere near the quality. It's kind of like I was kind of wondering too. Is like, w- could you really do anything more? No, because simulation wise, like with well, baseball game, they're more like MLB the Show is probably considered the best real simulation of a sports game. Uh-huh. Out of like, uh, it's like Forza of like sports world. Like it's just like super accurate to the real thing. Uh-huh. As close as you and, can like, get. Like Gran Turismo. Yeah, and like MLB Two K, Two uh, K's version of baseball is more kind of like arcadey. Arc- yeah, it's pretty close, but it's Halfway. more like a Need for Speedish kind of like. Oh. Uh, not as realistic. You know. But, I got uh, you. Yeah. So th- that's why. I mean, I think as far as if you want to. I agree that they're probably, as far as the simulation goes of a sports game, it will be the best by far. It feels good, too. Compared to Madden or NBA or any of them, yeah. Yeah. And it might be because it's simpler to do that, but it's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can so get good. as technical or as simple to- totally. as you want. Yeah, that totally. Game. Yeah. But maybe it'd be harder in football to do that same thing, you know, because there's so much more stuff going on, kind of. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't Maybe sure. not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's really ever tried to go deeper than what Matt... I mean, EA owns the exclusive rights to yeah. football, so... Uh, yeah, I love this. This game's awesome. Uh, very cool. Playing the Wrigley Field, like, t- yeah. changing the weather and stuff. That's probably my favorite part about the, the MLB, uh, MLB in general, is just their their stadiums. Yeah, you can see, like, the skyline behind. It's, like, pretty, pretty freaking accurate, actually. Yeah. And, uh... What else? The music is horrible. And <laughs> oh yeah, some fine. Uh, actually, that shit. getting to an online match with a friend is very difficult. I like watching YouTube video. Oh wow, really? Yeah, even what's uh, we knew what to do. Uh, my brain and my brother Brandon was like every time was like, "Where do we go again?" Like, oh, this is so weird. It's kind system? of buried. Yeah, it's, it's weird to get to. Really weird. Some of us like on a touchpad. Like some. Yeah, you go yeah. on touch. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like you invite someone, you got the touchpad. It's, it's, it's been, weird. It's been bad for years. Yeah. Besides that, though, I really love this game. Um, I'd say the, the biggest game I've played in a beat, actually, I don't know if I... I might have like, played it last, when I talked about it, maybe I played it for like an hour or something at the most. But that's Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, you were a couple hours in last time. Yeah. And that's the remastered one for the PS4. And, uh, yeah, I beat that game. And like I said, yeah, I said last week, uh, I think the way they... Like, the gameplay is, I love. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it feels really good. And like, it takes everything from the first two and just makes it, uh, it feels smoother and just, it just feels awesome. And, like, the, like, a, like, the shooting guns and everything like that just feels really cool. And I felt like I, this might be a bad thing, a knock in this game, maybe, uh, just be, considering the atmosphere of the first two games. Uh, I never got low on ammo, ever. In Bioshock Infinite. No, no. It's just like... <laughs> like it's a totally it. different like kind of game to me. Uh, Especially if you're using the right weapon. Like, if you're using the common enemy weapon, then you're never going to run low on ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, there's like a few times I did run low, but yeah, it wasn't on like the common, more common weapons. But, uh, like, this, this game is like my favorite Bioshock and my least favorite at the same time. Hmm. And it has to do with the story to me. Like, for some reason, and this kind of reminds me of what you were saying with Watch Dogs 2. Like, it's how the story started kind of speeding up or something. Like, you feel like it's building up to something. Yeah. Which is crazy, because this story does build up to something. But, like, I guess opposite, though, of what you said, but kind of the same. This is kind of weird, I know. It's a mix-up of words here. But, like, I never really got a connection with the story at all. Throughout almost the whole game. Hmm. Until the end. And then, like... And it wasn't that I had a connection to the story, really, or, like, the characters in the story. It was just, like, I realized, like, that's such a cool ending. It's a really cool ending, but, like, a very cool ending to, like, a story that I didn't really care about. Yeah. But that aside, like, not caring about the story, I just didn't get, like, involved. And I actually listened to all the stuff this time. More than the first two, actually. Oh, the the Voxophone stuff? Oh, yeah, all that stuff and, like, everything going on. And, uh, just, I don't know, I I think if I would've, it almost feels like, it's just really weird. To me, this game almost feels like, especially after the way the story wraps up and, like, uh, how everything kind of feels throughout the whole thing, and now that I'm done playing it, I almost feel like this, it, like, didn't need to happen. Like, Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. Like, it, I don't know, this doesn't feel necessary to me. Which is, it's weird, because there's so many cool things in this game. Almost like I wish they would have made a different game with all these ideas that they had and not had to tie it down to, like, Bioshock universe. Yeah, okay. Like, and and had that cool, crazy ending, like, in a whole different type of universe, like, thing going on. I don't know, just... We could spoil it, it's a four-year-old game. Yeah. Are you talking about them at the end going to Rapture? Is that that, that kind of the part you don't like, or... Oh, no. Okay. I, I like that. Just like the part before that where it's like the the part where it's like it's a title. It makes sense. Like Bioshock Infinite. Oh, you're talking about the, all the different... It's kind of showing you infinitely like parallel, parallel universes and all this stuff. It just didn't seem... I just don't feel how that fits in with Bioshock. Like I get like it's this crazy like 2001 Space Odyssey take on like the world around you. But I feel like it wasn't I don't know, it doesn't really add anything to me to Bioshock. Well, Justin... It it felt strange to me. When it comes to the story, I kind of felt like, sort of like the same way you're feeling it too, when uh, I first made my playthrough of it. But uh, the thing about it is, yeah, you are right. It does feel like sort of uh, not too engaging in terms of, say, how it pays off at the end and stuff. Yeah, let's say, it was a cool ending to it. It was something I wasn't really kind of expecting though but at the same time it lacks execution and cohesiveness throughout the entire journey in that sort of aspect in comparison to even the first Bioshock game which honestly when you know just looking back on it even though I've never beaten the original Bioshock which is a great game it had a better atmosphere a better type of progressive storytelling than that of Infinite because it wasn't just purely focused as say like so actiony and stuff and like a lot of the various like like just multiple complex shit that's trying to convey an infinite where it just feels like sort of a clusterfuck in terms of story development and story yeah. like execution and other than like say oh okay here's the setting 
here's an underground, here's an undersea world and stuff it's that like you gotta explore. Almost like survival horrorish in a way. The first one, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like, like some weapons and you feel alone most of the time. If it, I make make a comparison, Bioshock Infinite is to Bioshock how Dead Space Three is to Dead Space. I wouldn't Think go of it that, that far, way. I haven't played that, but from what. Yeah, I, I can't even say anything. But I, the reason why I say a... it in that way is because it's sort of, like, it's kind of diff- It's vastly different in certain aspects than, say, the original. Quality, yeah, it's debatable. But it's just, that aspect is just really different in comparison to its original sort of substance. That's what I was just trying to compare yeah. them as. It, but I will say, at least, like, you know, they called it Bioshock Infinite. It wasn't like Bioshock 3 or... Yeah. yeah. It was like it was something different, kind of. And I think a part of that was the fact that <clears throat> Bioshock 2, they wanted to call us because Bioshock 2 wasn't this team. Right. Uh, yeah. That was like the B team. They were doing something else. Yeah. So this was kind of like, they wanted to like, let them know like this is Bioshock, but it's, you know, it's a Bioshock different... 2, those guys made a good game. Oh, yeah. I but say. It, it was still a good game, but it was like, they didn't really, I don't, they didn't really take it anywhere, I thought. I think yeah. that's kind of where it was. It was a fine game. No real complaints about it if you like Bioshock, but yeah. this is like it's just, more of the same. Bioshock yeah. Two, yeah. nothing wrong with that. That no, totally. But, yeah, Bioshock Infinite was just, a, I think, an evolution departure. Yeah, and, and, and like you know, a big reason I probably feel this way is really like I said last week too. I think is like the level designs. Com- yeah, like Bioshock's like in Bioshock Two, like they're like uh, this, like Dead Space, like I was actually a comparison to before. They're linear. But they're not at the same time. Like there's like it's almost like there's sections. That well, you kind of go back and forth, and you keep going. Yeah, and it's kind of like that in Bioshock Infinite, but not really. Like it's like basically when you go, are you gonna? I guess it was like that in Bioshock too. Though you, you, go the, to next... you go on the submarine thing, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, there's a lot of similarities here. Now I actually think about it, but it just it felt way different. Something just seemed off. Like there's a lot of plot holes inside Bioshock Infinite that are not fully yeah, explained in the main game like the main ones in your face where it's like you do something and uh, Elizabeth hates you suddenly runs away then it's like nothing happened like the the problem is with this game is a lot of the story is told through the box phones yeah and if you miss yeah. some key ones uh, I've talked to people I didn't understand the ending at all because they miss like with the scientists if you miss some of those 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 uh, box phones, whatever the hell they're called, uh, like you are completely lost. Yeah, like they, that. Most of the story is explained through those things, uh, and that that's a thing. I I, now I in these games, I search every single area. Yeah. I, I miss some. I found a lot. Yeah, I, I found I think probably eighty ninety percent of them, but I always like you know I try to find like all the lock pick areas, like yeah. all the uh, power up stuff. I try to find explore everything in that yeah. world. So. Uh, uh, but if you're just going straight through it, man, you can you're gonna miss a lot to that game. Yeah. Uh, another thing, if I made this game, what I would change, I mean, if I actually what I would have preferred that they did, I wish that the main character wouldn't spoke at all. Oh, okay. It was I don't know, like some games it works when they talk, some games it doesn't to me. Like I feel like this game would have been better if he didn't talk. Hmm. I can agree with that somewhat. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't like the voice actor was bad or anything. It actually sounded cool. It actually sounded like uh, what's his name from ER, but I can't think. George Clooney. <laughs> George yeah, Clooney. But yeah, it looks sort of like George. Clooney. I think the I story they were. I, just <laughs> I think the story they were telling though, when you find out you are Comstock, it kind of makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 
But then if you didn't talk, you'd feel like Comstock. Yeah. That'd be freaky. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, it doesn't, this doesn't really affect me either way. On that. I can, yeah, I, can um, I can, I can hear, if I hear a grim argument either way, I can lean that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like it. It will just, it was, it will be weird. Like what I, like now even looking back, it's like, it's Bioshock, but it's not. It's weird. It feels odd. Yeah. The odd one out for sure. It's kind of the same way for me with like Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh yeah. It's just like it's Metal Gear Solid, but it's not. Oh really? It's just like a big, yeah. I think that's kind of maybe what it that is. Makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I'm glad I played them. Oh, I thought the whole, like the ending sequence was bad. Like this final boss, yeah. final on the ship. Yeah, that does. Suck. Oh yeah, that yeah, that wasn't that fun. It's, it's not bad, but as far as the final spot, of, like the boss of the game, it's, it was, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought not, so, anyways. I, most games aren't very good at ending their games, especially first-person shooters. This should be the best part. Yeah, yeah, but they I mean they have they are over three on uh, winding up their games. Oh yeah. As far as boss, boss fights. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna save Virginia and Jazz Punk for next week. Okay. That's it. Best game of all time. <laughs> I'll redo my, my best game of all time list. Hell yeah. <laughs> but no, what about you, Colonel? Yeah. Uh, the Colonel. Alright, on my gaming front, I played a hell of a lot of Pokemon Sun, and I even am eight hours into Pokemon Moon. <laughs> well, the thing is, going through the whole adventure of uh, Pokemon Sun, I played through the game in around a week. It's this is like thirty hours of like say an RPG and stuff that uh, I split like a few hours or so a night at least. It started like the sun the Friday that I got both Sun and Moon from GameStop. Spent a good solid like two or three hours playing that game. Then it just kind of escalated in and of itself to where I play a little bits on my break or my lunch break and stuff until finally it was uh, yeah it was actually Black Friday night and stuff where I finally beat the full-on Pokemon Sun, and I have got to admit, the story is probably one of the my most favorite in all the Pokemon games that I've played. I mean, it's it's vastly sort of like different in terms of uh, in in terms of story arc regression. In terms, you know, like say in a traditional Pokemon game, you go through the eight gym leaders, you go to the Elite Four, you go to the champion, and stuff like that. And that's pretty much over. You do face off against maybe evil teams and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. It had a formula going to and from up until this game, Sun and Moon. Whereas the gyms are replaced by captains and trials and stuff, and you have to beat all these kahunas and all these other stuff in order to advance to the next island. So quintessentially, it's structured like you got to go through, beat some of the captains, go through their the captain's trials, and then... At the end of each island, you get to face one Kahuna, plus a totem Pokemon. Which is normally like a souped-up version of... Well, depending upon which version you get... Like, a key example would be uh, Gumshoes. Gumshoes is the evolution of this normal-type Pokemon in Pokemon Sun called uh, Yongoose and stuff. It's basically this this Mongoose-style Pokemon and stuff that's just so fucking gigantic and stuff and... Uh, like, uh, it, literally and stuff, it, the way it powers up when you face off against it in its totem sort of form and stuff, it's, it has all these super attacks, it calls for help, it's this and that, 
So you repeat that for all the dip for, for like all four islands, pretty much. And on the way, you get to encounter a couple of different teams, like Team Skull, which is supposed to be like which is supposed to be like uh, the bad guy team, and you have this other one called Team Aether, which is yeah, that was sort of like a like in between sort of like team, like sort of faction, you know. But uh, I about the game in and of itself, Sun and Moon, I felt at the same time that it did feel like a traditional Pokemon RPG, that there were other stuff about it which just almost felt just really fresh, just unlike anything Pokemon related, you know, from the advanced story elements to even writable Pokemon where you don't even need hidden machines in order to, like, advance to certain areas. Quintessentially, you can actually just register some bits of Pokemon, like say you could ride a Tauros and stuff and crash through rocks, or you can ride on the back of a Sharpedo and just go blazing through these freaking, like, uh, oceanic sort of, uh, <laughs> these jagged sort of, like, uh, like, curved rocks or something like that, where you just smash through them and just go and collect different types of uh, things. You can even ride on top of a Lapras <laughs> and just surf, like, throughout the water. Which is totally cool, because it's, it's a reference back to the anime and stuff, where in Season 2, I think it is, of, like, Pokemon, you get to ride on top of a Lapras in the Orange Islands with Misty and Tracy and Ash and stuff like that. I love that. And another thing another thing I could say about Pokemon Sun and Moon is there are a lot of references, not only to, like, the anime series, but from past Pokemon games itself. You get to meet different characters that you've met throughout other games, which is pretty fucking awesome. I gotta, I gotta like, hand it to Game Freak, though. They definitely shoved in a lot of cool references and a lot of interesting changes and features to not only older Pokemon, but buff-ups to some of the most classic moves. Like, for example, in Pokemon Red and Blue, once you encounter a Zubat inside that game, it has a move, Leech Life. Now, traditionally, that move has only done maybe like a smidgen of damage, like maybe 20 power of damage. And uh, inside Sun and Moon, they boosted it up to like about 80 damage, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Because moves like that that traditionally were just terrible, they were boosted up sort of to like, say, balance out like certain competitive aspects of it. As of playing right now, I have not got into the competitive battling side of Pokemon Sun and Moon yet, I'll update when I actually do do that once I feel up to uh, going through, training through a competitive team and see what in the world's going to stick and what I'm going to like or not. But my overall impressions of Pokemon Sun and Moon so far is I really enjoyed them. They were fantastic experiences. I mean, I don't really go anymore and just pick up a random RPG and just play it through from beginning to end and take the entirety of the week in order to do so. But for Sun and Moon, I was in the right mood where I feel like I just wanted to play through them, experiment with a different Pokemon, which I did very much. I chose the Owl, obviously Rowlet, trained him all the way until he was like this this final form Decidueye, the Grass Ghost type. I had other crazy ass Pokemon like my uh, my Picky Peck, which evolved into its final form, my Toucanon, which is like a fucking gigantic like Toucan and stuff where. My friggin' I gave him the nickname Toucan Sam, and it really stuck with him. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. 
You said your starter was Owlet. Uh, yeah. Can you catch any all the starters like later on in the game? Or you just... No. 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 Okay. No. You can't really catch the other starter type Pokemon. You could technically trade for them. Or if you did like what I did, I actually uh, randomly got a Poplio through Wonder Trade. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Or you can transfer them through Pokemon Bank. I can't pick between... I was wondering because I can't pick between Poplio and Owlet. Well, the Lady, thing about it is, Lady's if cool you, too, early on inside the game, you actually gain access to like a Pokemon breeder or something like that. So, say if you had like a two specific Pokemon that you wanted to breed and stuff, you could be maybe possibly try to trade it for a pop for like a like a starter Pokemon like a Poplio or a Linden or something like that. I want to breed a Snorlax and a Greninja. I don't even think that's possible. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It would be would die during, yeah, during the course. Probably. <laughs> no, what are you going to make it through the course? <laughs> if the Snorlax that, is the man yeah. in the relationship, it's going to ain't going to make it. Dead. Well, let's, let's just think like this, man. It's like the, the freaking Snorlax is the elephant and the Greninja is the pig, you know? Yeah. And you know that hey. the pig and elephant DNA. They just don't we all, we've all heard the Elephant Boy song. <laughs> this is, just doesn't splice, you know? <laughs> Elton Jong even sang a song about it. It's weird. Which I got it's which you know what? I freaking never heard went through and I discovered the Did fucking Wonder Trade feature oh, by dear. mistake while I was going through it's inside of a new little app called Festival Mode, like Festival Plaza. And you have two options on the touch screen, battle or trade. And if you touch either or those little buttons that presents you with little options like battling with different trainers via like the Wi Fi battling stuff or Go through Wonder Trade or GTS to find the particular Pokemon you want to trade for. The online features I feel are robust, even for a Nintendo game. It's really well done, you know. And the best part about it is you can actually have other people visit your plaza, play little different types of like mini games in order to increase certain uh, to get certain rare items and this and that. So Game Freak went all out with the the social aspect of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Let's see, other portions here. Um, well, other than that, though, let me just say that the ending portions of the sun and moon and stuff, when you go through the final like battles and do this and do that, it actually made me feel kind of, wow, this story is actually fairly decent in comparison to what I'm used to playing. Because uh, it's just a different type of story thing that just wraps itself up if, like, kind of like before you face off against the final battles inside the actual game. But I really love this game. I mean, honestly, if you're even on the fence about trying out Pokemon Sun and Moon, just buy one of the copies and just play it. It's just that type of game where I feel like anybody of any type of skill range, any type of experience or inexperience of Pokemon, they want to play this. This is the best game. This is the best entry to start. Because it's balanced to a way where it's still sort of challenging for veteran players, but it's in that happy medium where even new players can enter in and feel like they get a general understanding of what they need to do. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing for this yeah, I'm, week. I'm definitely going to play some version of this game eventually. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah. I'm still playing it. I'm about 10 hours in. Uh, I am close to finishing the second uh, trial, so... I just don't want to talk about because I really don't have any more impressions on it yeah. right now. So 
I'll play some more of it throughout the week. I've just been kind of working on my black my backlog and stuff. Oh yeah, I kind of did a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing through Pokemon kind of as I'm like watching football. Well, I'll tell you this right now: it definitely yeah. starts to pick up right around the middle part of the third island. I want to say okay when you get more into the storylines of uh, Team Skull and uh, Team and the freaking uh, Aether Foundation and stuff like that. Okay. Plus the whole thing surrounding the little. Uh, the Pokemon that you know follows the really? the Lily around Nebby, or yeah. as you like, or as the Pokemon's called Cosmog, and so yeah, yeah I've, I think I've already figured out the twist. Is, is yeah. Lily a, is Lily the bad guy? Spoiler alert. No. Oh damn it! Okay, Never not mind. even don't, close. Don't know, don't know the twist. Then. Uh, <laughs> Good God! Damn, thought I had it. Uh, well, keep, I guess well, I will say this, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, once sure. once you actually play one of the one of those battles and stuff. There's going to be a battle where you're going to face where it's going to literally disturb you. And that's... I'll just put it at that. Litton. You have to fight Litton with a uh, middle rake. It's mirror mode. you got to fight Horrible. yourself. <laughs> no, it's actually towards the end of the, the game. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, awesome. Well, um, I meant to mention this at the beginning of the show, uh, but Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that happened. Yep. Kind of curious. Anybody pick up any deals? We had a lot of flash sales. Oh going my on. god, dude! Uh, <laughs> Gables, holy crap! He went a little crazy. It sounds like. What'd you buy? Well, I did go crazy, and uh, in the best go way possible. Crazy. All the savings that I had for Black Friday on Amazon. Y- yeah, I kind of spent all of it <laughs> for that. I got about. Oh my gosh! I think around seventy dollars worth of like Microsoft points or something because I had wow. to try to get some new games from Xbox One. <laughs> And this this was already saved up for months in advance and stuff, so I wasn't really any like out anything technically. So I ended up picking up, and I quote, I picked up <laughs> that Resident Evil bundle, which oh, four, uh, five, and six. four, five, and six, which I said I would buy six, but only with a decent bundle, which I did for like about thirty five bucks, and uh, picked up Inside, picked up Hyperlight Drifter. Right now. Oh. Let's see. I bought Gears of War four, and yeah, Gears of War four. That's definitely the not a great game stuff like that. I still need to play a lot of it. <laughs> Plus, there's another game that I bought on there, but oh god, I forgot about it already. It's just a thing. I've literally have bought so many great games over the really stellar Black Friday deals I've encountered through Amazon and through Walmart that. I'm losing track of what I actually fucking bought. <laughs> but then, like, after... And this is like... I made all those purchases, say, like, on a Wednesday. Or a Thursday or something like that. So, I went into Black Friday. I had to work the day. And once I got off of work, my parents like, Hey, let's go ahead. Let's go to Walmart. And so, I followed them into Walmart. And I went inside the video game section. I thought all this... I thought three all the sales... Later. It almost was fucking three hours later. I kind of <laughs> going through all the fucking sections and going through the freaking like all the lines of people like at three o'clock in the afternoon. Which fuck different, you, people! Different color and, <laughs> No, what I did is I went through their electronics. They didn't have all the Black Friday sale like games inside the cases. They didn't have the cases open. They had it on a freaking like uh, end cap display near the TVs. So it wasn't ours too, and they were facing the TVs. So it's crowded that little section, that little sliver of an aisle where you have to go through and 
keep in mind, I had to, like, literally keep from uh, bumping into other people while I'm trying to dig through the Xbox One games. <laughs> and uh, I'm so glad that I spent the time going through the Xbox One games because I picked up not one, not two, but five different Ooh. Xbox One games. Holy shit. Wow. At one time, I had about seven or eight and I nailed it down to <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. Some, huh? No, 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 no. Tough decision. He didn't choose it. He just they fell on his hand on the way to register, and someone <laughs> grabbed and ran off. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. But this is the deals that I got. Overwatch, thirty-five nice. bucks. I got that. Okay. Two games, each were twenty-five bucks a piece. Skyrim, for yeah. the remaster. Yeah. Let's see, what else was there? Oh, boy. I'm trying to remember exactly. I'll go back to the other $25 one a little bit later. But I got ReCore for $15. Yeah. I got I almost picked that up too. Dark Souls 3 for $15. Oh, I, yeah, okay. All right. I got yeah. Doom for $15. Wow. Just give me one more. It just and just what? one second, I'm going to check the last game here. I haven't. I never actually give them any money. I got my copy for free. So. Oh, that's right. Uh, well, that's cool. You won it. Yeah, yeah. Keep forgetting. That. I almost feel like I should just give him money. I'm just going to send them money. <laughs> uh, well, while he's looking at that game, Justin, did you uh, pick up any uh, Black Friday deals? I did. I wasn't even planning on it. I actually was planning on not getting anything. Uh, I bought two games off of BestBuy.com. Because I actually went to Best Buy. I was on my way to Best Buy. I was like, oh, yeah, that Best Buy is not here anymore. Oh, and then one, yeah, <laughs> five minutes from my house. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, where's Walmart? I'm going to go over there and see if they still price match. Well, I assume they still price match. Last month, they quit price matching. Oh, wow. Just let everyone wow. know. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. And also, Justin Rogan, for everybody. even if they did price match, they uh, probably wouldn't do it during Black Friday. That makes no. sense. I called like a Target. Yeah, we price match everywhere, but not during Black Friday. So, oh, okay. So I was, while I was in Walmart, I ordered them for BestBuy.com. I ordered Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1, and those should be here soon. I'm excited for those. 30 bucks a piece. That's I don't know if I said bad. that. Yeah. No. One. Yeah, totally. That's that's an awesome deal for me. Titanfall 2 so good, man. Yeah. Free shipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just got to wait three weeks. Again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but, it's not a two-day Amazon. Oh. Yeah. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Yeah. Then uh, I almost forgot. Uh, so I got those. Those are the two main ones. Then on PSN, uh, I got uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I, was, I think it was a Black Friday type of thing. It was going a, on. Yeah, it was like another Black Friday thing. Some yeah. special thing. Flash that one too. And then I got uh, Jazz Punk. Nice. I saw Tyler's note on there, so I had to go check it I, out. I demanded it. Was demand is demanding. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I broke down and finally got. For five ninety nine or six ninety nine, I had to. Uh, Shadow of Mordor, Mordor. Oh, okay. Mordor. There you go. What is it? What, is Shadow, this of Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was talking to someone at like at work Mordor, like Mordor, a week Mordor. before that. Shadow Mordor. Was that you? Yeah. That was weird. And uh, yeah, I was talking to someone at work. <laughs> He's about like, Lord, Lord of the Rings. That was so weird, and uh, it really uh, reinvigorated me thinking about 
Lord of the Rings, and uh, I was like, I just need to get that game. Hmm. And it's seven bucks. Not bad. Not bad. I haven't played it yet. No. But yep, that's what I got. I went looking for the NES Classic for my daughter. Could not find it anywhere. I heard it's a little easier to find this past week. The last really? Days. Not like some people are like finding like a plethora of them in like WalMarts and GameStops. Really? But they're selling fast. But they're they're actually yeah. getting a decent. Sunday morning, them. I'm waiting mm. an hour before Toys R Us opens. They're supposed to be getting a, a shipment of stock. So, okay. but have you and some other crazy toys? So there's probably like a thousand people. The Hatchimal there, so. thing or something. Yes, Hatchimals or something. There. But they're going to have the you, same fucking day. Well, speaking of like the yeah. little <laughs> NES classic stuff, have you heard like uh, eBay actually almost guaranteeing people will actually they'll actually cover if like say certain sellers or some like. Uh, if they don't even reach the whole two hundred and twenty something that it's recommended, it's going to be selling for. You know, yeah. try to oh, cover yeah. the cost for it. That's fucking oh. ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I get it though. Yeah, but it is fucked up. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, I'll grab a beer real quick. Uh, go ahead. Do you want one? Uh, yes, I'll take one. Just grab it, whatever you like. Okay, cool. Um, right for me, I, I picked up a few games. I got a. Uh, I got Battlefield One. Uh, I, 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 I went through the uh, they had like a Black Friday deal PlayStation did and Xbox did on like started last Wednesday. Nothing really was interesting to me. Uh, then they had a flash sale. Uh, both of them had an actual like flash sale on actual Black Friday, and I went through and looked at those. I picked up on PSN um, Battlefield One. It was like thirty six bucks. Um, I got Virginia for like. Six dollars, I think it was. Um, Pac uh, Pac Man Championship Edition Two for uh, like five, six dollars. And I this this one's gonna give us some weird looks, I'm sure. I picked up uh, Madden for thirty bucks digitally. Yeah. So I I play the game constantly, and like I go to like play like, another game I own, and I'm like, God damn, it, I got Madden in there. So I go stupid lazy thing where it's like oh, I gotta get up and change a disc oh I totally get that man uh, so I'm like 30 bucks I looked it up on GameStop I can trade it in my physical copy in for $27 so kind of <laughs> take out. your yeah. costs yeah so I'm just, it that's recoup- awesome so it recoups the cost uh, there um, good deal good thinking man yeah I, I thought about long when, when I first came out just go ahead and start buying them digitally which I probably will in the future now um, so I got that and then on Xbox I, I went ahead. Um, I want to play the uh, the DLC for um, Rise of Tomb Raider. There's like big. There's like three big uh, DLC packs that came out that I, I actually add on to the game. Um, and the season pass is like thirty bucks. And, they, and there's a bunch of other stuff in season pass. And uh, going back to kind of our season pass talk last week, uh-huh. they put the season pass on sale for six dollars. Normally it's thirty bucks. Whoa! And the DLC there's three DLC packs. Each one's ten dollars individually. But those weren't on sale. But the season pass that comes with that stuff is on sale. So like fuck yeah, that's insane. Bought that six for six bucks. Yeah, so it's not the game. The game was like forty bucks. Yeah, um, but for season pass was six dollars. So I've already got the game. Uh, so yeah. got that plan. I want to go back and play Rise of Tomb Raider, which I'll probably do like kind of like after the uh, probably beginning of next year once we kind of get through like yeah all the stuff. Me too. Um, I want to play that game eventually. I played the first one. I feel like I, I kind of just flew through. I didn't get a chance to do the side stuff I want to do. So yeah, I got that. Um, I think that's. Everything covered for me. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't buy anything else really. Uh, but yeah, well, pretty good Black Friday sale. I spent a lot of money, uh, yeah. probably more than I should have, but yeah, I got too. some good stuff out of it. Um, yeah. Uh, but let's move on to uh, kind of the, probably the big thing of the week. 
Uh, Game Awards happened. It's Friday oh, night. Gosh. Happened Thursday hey. night. Um, a lot of stuff was announced. I, what I'm, all I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of go through all the big stuff, the trailers we had, and things that were announced or shown off, and then was like we'll start with the overall thoughts on the show, and then we can just kind of pick and talk about what we want to talk about. Uh, we'll just kind of go one at a time. So cool. Game Awards happened. Um, some of the big. I'm not going to go over the awards because I mean that's you know it's all yeah. opinion based. Um, but the kind of things that are showing off Zelda Breath of the Wild got a new trailer uh, and they show off about four or five minutes of gameplay yep uh, new Rocket League Arena comes out December 7th yeah uh, Bulletstorm full clip that's uh, just a remastered version of Bulletstorm uh, it's coming April 7th and it comes with like a Duke Nukem pre-order I guess you could play as him as a character or something <laughs> I want it uh, that's, <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> Bulletstorm's a badass game I love that game never played uh, it I don't know if I'll but Duke Nukem's in it it's $50 though Fifty dollars for the remaster. I don't know if I'll pay that much money for it. Um, Death Stranding. I got another trailer for that. Uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Telltale game uh, coming out in January. Episode one's coming out in January, and uh, we got another Prey trailer. Uh, this one time with some gameplay. Uh, Walking Dead New Frontier trailer. This is season three. Walking Dead Telltale um, trailer for that. Uh, inter- introducing the new character, I think Javier, and then Mass Effect Andromeda trailer. With, uh, actual first time ever real gameplay. Um, so, kind of starting off with overall thoughts on the show itself, and then this, whatever you guys talk about, whatever you want to talk about from those announcements. Uh, Justin, do you have any initial thoughts? Or the show? The show. We start with the show, and then jump into yeah. Like, uh, the, the, the show was it was great. Um, I didn't watch like the last uh, twenty minutes. Okay, it's <laughs> like me. <laughs> I got tired. I did you fucking try to fall asleep? Did you almost fall asleep after the fucking, like, uh... I was fighting through the last points? 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I literally almost fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, With my Xbox on. I thought it was cool. I, I loved, uh... The things I really liked about it was... Kyle Bossman was on it. He's one of my favorite... Easy people. Allies? Yeah, Easy Allies. And he's, like, the main guy. Like, the host, kind of. Yeah. And the moderator. And uh, Conan O'Brien was on it. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Conan. I'm the, I'm the world's biggest fan. <laughs> Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. But yeah. Uh, like, the re- as, as far as like the awards go, from what I saw, like uh, the one I was actually most interested in seeing, like who would win the... Uh, oh, man. Most... Uh, trending gamer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I actually agree with you completely. Like, I probably would have picked Daniel Dwyer. Yeah. But it's cool that Boogie 29881. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. And if you watch his, I don't know if you saw Boogie's video for trying to get you to vote for him. Oh, I it's see. hilarious. I watched it before, like, a couple days before that. Mm. It's pretty funny, actually. Boogie's a really good standout guy and stuff like yeah, that. Just, I, I love yeah. watching. I love watching his videos off and on and stuff. He's real generous. Yeah, he's very true. honest with his opinions, and he's overall yep. pretty fantastic the way he like conveys himself. So I'm glad mm-hmm. he won that award. I think he was most deserved, but I, I did vote for Daniel Dwyer because yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a I almost feel like maybe hopefully like he can get back on there somehow because I feel like maybe it's a little too early to have him on. He's only been free for give, two, give two months. A, give him a time. You know, like yeah. made one video. It's gonna be. Give him time. Doom comes out next week. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I didn't watch the Rocket League one, but I probably should. But, uh, yeah. Um, like, I think it's more like uh, the Game Awards, though. Like, just like the the games that were there. Like, it seems like there's a bunch of repeating ones. 
Like, I wasn't, like, super interested. Like, I'm glad Inside won for the award that it got. Oh, I think Art... Uh, art was Art Style? I can't remember what it was. Oh, best... I don't know. I'm sorry. They all put it together. Game, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know smaller was. game. But that game, that was cool. Uh, not surprised Overwatch won. Game I think they won Game of the Year. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was... It's just To me, it gets better and better every year. Um, uh, 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 uh. But, like... <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean... I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Should I talk about the things... Yeah, like, you go ahead and talk about... I'm sorry. You can talk about... Yeah. I th- okay, I was going to start talking about that. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and jump into it. Uh, my favorite thing was definitely the new Zelda trailer. Uh, the gameplay trailer, in my opinion, was unnecessary. <laughs> it felt out of place yeah, at the Game know, Watch show. Right. Yeah. Especially with the weird, awkward <laughs> slowness, which is usually cool, but not at the Game Awards ceremony. I yeah. thought... Like, the Treehouse Studios. Yeah, the splicing. Our Treehouse Studios. Treehouse, that was so games. stupid. <laughs> Treefall Games? Are we Treefall Studios there? The Treefall Stadium. Yeah. Treehouse. Treehouse Games. Yeah, Chief Ball Studios. Um, <laughs> they played Zelda. It was really cool to see a new area. Like, that has to be a company know. name now. That's just so fucking funny. It kind of like, to me, it slowed down the momentum. They should have had the trailer and maybe like another something, but not even have the gameplay like that. Yeah. Save that for something else or just like, don't even show that. I don't know. And, uh, actually, two more things. I really thought the uh, Death Stranding was very interesting. Yes. Very curious about that. That was it's a lot of crazy weird details. <laughs> it's actually very fun to watch. Uh, yes, I know I'm everyone s- makes this comparison, but it, it really reminds me of like Stanley Kubrick type stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah. everything's in there for like a reason. You just want to keep yeah. watching all this stuff, like checking out a little piece of detail. So I'm very curious about that. Uh, very mysterious. And uh, the last thing that stuck out to me is I think the guy that helped make. Uh, Gears of War, this game that he's making actually really stuck out to me. Lawbreakers? Yeah, it looked really freaking awesome. Hmm. It looks like the Overwatch that I would want to play. Hmm. Like, jumping off, like, like way up in the air, and, like, super fast, like Doom almost. Like, yeah. exploding uh, people's guts everywhere. Yeah. It just looked really fun. <laughs> but, yeah. I think those stuck out to me more than anything else. But, overall, I thought it was cool. I liked okay. it. Right. Uh, there are some low points, but whatever. What? There are some low points. Yeah. Um. I get. I, this is like this is like the third year. It's been kind of the Jeff Keighley kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I would say honestly, this is my least favorite year. Oh really? Uh, I, I felt like I maybe just coming off of the Spike TV ones, where it was just like I've talked about before. Uh, I mean, early on in our show's history, like it was kind of like making fun of gamers. I felt like more than like like making all kinds of nerdy jokes and just like the same. Parents' basement, and it was kind of ironic because oh. I'm in my parents' basement. But uh, you know, it was just kind of like make, it was just making fun. It was just like it was just like mocking us. They like got like these B and C less less celebrities that don't give a shit about games and like they're obviously yeah. reading off a prompter and they're just there for a paycheck. And oh just, wow! See, I missed that. Yeah, you. Got, I miss. I, I think I missed a lot of it. Like I kind of zoned out until Zelda yeah. was there. Uh, yeah, it was just. There, I just I hated those, and I felt like oh wow, see, I missed the first that. year of Jeff Keighley being his own thing. Not, not the first year we had that. You remember that one year we watched it like four years ago, where it was just online only. Yeah, it was still like a big corporate event thing, and just that was okay, but it was better. But it wasn't 
it was still kind of not great. It was like it was all like a studio. Yeah. It was there wasn't like an actual like event. Um, I thought you know it was a breath of fresh air. It kind of felt it wasn't like a normal. Like it's we're not we don't have the Grammys. We don't have the Oscars or anything like that. Yeah. For gaming. Um, but there's just it's still pretty young in its in its life. But if, yeah, um, it has that feeling to it for sure. Yeah. Um, but. I thought this year it just felt more so like with the advertisement stuff kind of bugged me like the the, the Shilko sh- Ray, Razor thing the Shlick, and then Shick Razor Shick Razor yeah the that thing Hydra was, the hell, yeah that thing was dumb. Hydra and I, was, I only saw it once I thought it was funny but I didn't see anything I just like a weird robot guy yeah on stage like behind the stage or something. that was horrific like, the, a lot of the skits see, I were dumb didn't I didn't see that, that yeah much. I, don't I didn't know, I see just, it I didn't see a skit and then we had the stupid. Uh, I mean, a couple, couple. Run the Jewels was there, and then somebody else. I just didn't care about that stuff. Doom was <laughs> awesome. I, I the Doom music thing. I did see that. It was hilarious. Dude. I just I had a huge. Dude, guy, he's in the front row with his tongue hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was pretty. I cool. think he put on a cool uh, show for like not even singing anything. Yeah, uh, that, was that was pretty, pretty sweet. Cool. You know, uh, if we could, we could, if there was more of the Doom soundtrack music as opposed to the Chic Hydro fucking like mm-hmm. uh, advertisements, yeah, I would have been all over that. I made the or as a matter of fact, just had the fucking like uh, Marine from this damn Doom game just go and chainsaw the fuck out of that stupid Chic Hydro. Yeah, yeah, I did their advertisements were done. <laughs> Same ones over and over again. Yeah, uh, from what I saw, though. And then like the Assassins, like the Assassin's Creed movie breaks, they like they have like commercials oh, and it just go off to like like five or six times, go off and like interview like. Uh, that was kind of it's kind of going back to some of the stuff I disliked about the Spike TV days, where it's like we had no, actors. That. And things that was there the that... least favorite things about yeah. the fucking Spike TV. And I, and I shit. could tell when I said it was great or pretty awesome. I could tell <laughs> from uh, the noise that Colonel Gables made <laughs> that uh, I missed some things because I obviously I I really didn't see like I off and on kind of thing. Yeah, it's just those little things that just kind of rub you the wrong way because this is supposed to be touted as sort of as serious to say like other type of award shows like, prestigious award shows, and all of a sudden you have a fucking advertisement for, like, a, a freaking male's, like, razor and stuff like that with a freaking robot, like, mascot or something running around with the damn host. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, maybe it's too much in the wrong direction because I didn't see it, but I don't want a super serious one. That'd be weird. No, I like the goofiness of it. Um, yeah, the goofiness is fine. Just and I, I get, like, that yeah. you need these advertisements, like... But if it doesn't feel right, then... Yeah, but I get you need these things to do the show because it's not like you know, it's like, yeah, it's not the Oscars where like it, it doesn't have that brand recognition oh, yet, yeah. uh, where they can get by without doing advertisements and stuff like that, and like quietly like, fund you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they don't need like you know, you get a list celebs there. It's like the, the name value, the names on the show, and then the name of the Oscars or whatever Grammys. Yeah, you know, it's there. Um, yeah, for sure. So I get you got to have the bad to get the good, I guess. Which it's necessary, no, it's evil, I guess. And it's like you said, it's in its infancy. Yeah, you know, it's only his third Hopefully year of it. Um, but I kind of overall thought of the show. Like I, I like the new Breath of the Wild trailer, the gameplay stuff. I, I have some kind of the middle on. There's things I liked about it. Like mm-hmm. kind of I thought were interesting about the new gameplay, and I like the whole like you can sneak, you can kind of go in and do things. How yeah. you can go in, you can go just run in there, guns blazing kind of thing, yeah. and you know, as much as you can, go guns blazing in the fancy RPG. Or you can kind of sneak in, take enemies out, and they set traps for you. The weapon durability stuff, I don't know if I, I hate that in every other game I've ever played in my entire life. So I'm hoping that you get the Master Sword fairly quick in that game, because I, I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. Um, so, uh, but overall it was fine. I agree. I didn't like the way it was, I don't mind the gameplay being there. 
Yeah. I just like the way it was shown with like the edit with the, you could, the constant cuts to like new moments. Uh, I just it was just jarring. I didn't like it. Uh, it just felt off to me. Uh, it felt so scripted. It didn't oh, feel okay. natural. Uh, and that um, more so than any you know we've seen any, any other things. Uh, yeah. The first one that feel that like that like the two years ago or whatever. Yeah, no, that yeah. that was pretty cool actually. To see and that was the guys. first time I ever seen it. Yeah. yeah, so I think maybe the surprise of it too mm-hmm. and everything was awesome. Um, Bullstorm full clip. I, I, like I mentioned, I love Bullstorm back in the day. Um, I'm curious, you know, kind of see if maybe it still stands up. April seventh. I don't know if I'm, I'm probably gonna be buying that day one. Uh, a lot of shit's coming out in March, so. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Mass Effect and drama, finally to get to see some gameplay for that. Yes. Uh, and delving a little more deeper into the story, that game looks fantastic. Does it? Yes. Awesome. Um, so I'm happy to finally see some stuff. I'm concerned they haven't said it, they haven't given us a release date yet. And that game is supposed to come out. They've said spring. Uh, that game. That game is three, four months out, and we don't. Have, I'm I'm guaranteeing March. Because EA always puts mm. a big game out in March right before the fiscal year is over. Uh, so you think there's a chance to announce it at PSX? No, no. I don't think so. Does it make sense? No, I mean, because uh, they do because they don't even they don't really usually. Mm, that's not true. I guess third they, party Battlefield. They EA EA has the exclusive. Microsoft has the uh, exclusive like rights to advertisements for uh, EA games. Um, so I, huh. it would make more sense if it was an Xbox. I got gotcha. you. We're not having one of those anytime soon. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that. I mean, it'll probably be sometime. It'll probably just be a, you know a thing, a, a news, or like a uh, come out and say, hey, it comes out here. Yeah. Uh, like a news release thing or something. Um. But that looks great. I'm super excited for that. Um. Walking Dead. I'm definitely pumped for that. It's been like almost. I think it came out. Walking Dead two ended in like. Fall of two thousand. 14 oh, uh, wow. so it's been a couple years isn't that long yeah uh, so I you know I'm, I'm, I'm excited actually yeah yeah it was it was like fall or well, spring or fall of 2014 because remember it started like right when the PS4 came out um so yeah I'm, I'm excited for that it looks kind of interesting finally get to kind of see what's going on with Clementine everything figure out why she's missing her pinky that's already her, her um, what's the ring finger she's missing her ring finger Pinky, uh, in the you can they don't explain it, but you can see in the, in the uh, screenshots he's missing a finger. Uh, um, the Guardian of the Galaxy stuff with Telltale, that's probably gonna be pretty good. Uh, I mentioned when we were talking about last night uh, that that would probably be my preferred thing as far as Telltale's making a Marvel game or a Marvel based you know game. Uh, that would be my preferred one because I think that it's a fun. It's it's more comedy based than anything else, and they do really well with comedy as they could shown off in Tales of the Borderlands. And I've heard the Minecraft stuff's pretty good. And uh, oh, I can see how it looks. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. And I don't, I doubt they're gonna get the voice actors from the movie though. Um, and also, Death Training. What the fuck? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a kid's Jima fanboy, uh, you know. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, I said last night uh, talking to you guys. I kind of don't want to see anything from this game because the earliest we're going to see this game, I think, earliest, and I don't feel good about this, 2019, late 2019, with a Kojima. Kojima is like worse than Nintendo when it comes like to delaying his games. That's and if true. He's, if he's on his own, he's got his own studio now. He's running the shit by himself. It's you'd be lucky to see this from the PS5. <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to see this stuff so there's actually some concrete stuff yeah. there to it. Because I'm honestly wondering if any of the shit's actually gonna be in the game. Yeah, because it's not. It wouldn't be the first time when Kojima's like shown off something for the first time, and then that shit never actually made it to the game. Because uh, this could be red herrings, probably fucking no. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like what PT was. Um, so, yep. yeah, I don't know. I am. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I'll, I, if I have to wait, I honestly would be fine if, we, if I don't hear anything again for two years for that thing. Um, or E eight two thousand eight or E three two thousand eighteen. Um, but that's kind of my overall thoughts. Uh, you know, I I still enjoyed the show. I think it's a little long. Two hours and forty one minutes, according to YouTube videos. That's including the pre show. Pre show, which was twenty five minutes, so still over two hours. Oh yeah. A little long, especially you know, it was like ten, twenty, ten, fifteen ish when I got over here. I was a little tired by the end of that. Um but what'd you think, Gabe? You know what? I actually thought that the overall show was good. It wasn't as good as say in the past a couple of years and stuff because of like various different things about it. Like other than like the advertisements of certain things. But mostly I kind of felt it sort of uh, lacking at the towards the end of the show and stuff. Like I was just trying to battle a lot of different uh, ways to stay awake during the award show, like towards the later half of it, because we had, we've already saw we had already saw like a bunch of these unveilings and like the second half the second trailer and stuff for Zelda was just kind of funny in its own right because they open it up with this the pre-show with this huge tra- this for this this cinematic trailer which just took like about a couple minutes and there was more interesting things in that than the fucking gameplay thing that they showed inside the show like towards near like the middle portion of the award show which what the fuck Nintendo I mean come on seriously <laughs> but uh, it felt so Nintendo didn't it <laughs> yeah it did it did good one step forward and then three steps back into the hole anyway. <laughs> Death Stranding, Jesus Christ! What the hell? What the hell do I uh, do with this? <laughs> Where to start with this? Guillermo del Toro, though. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro yeah. holding a baby in a fucking jar, walking to and from, walking past worm tanks. All of a sudden, counting these fucking soldiers. It's just <laughs> these to cut you off real quick. I'm sorry. These the two trailers we got for Death Stranding so far is like it's got to be it's like a middle finger of Konami with Norman Reedus in the first one and now Guillermo del Toro in the second one. And actually on Twitter today, uh, del Toro um, posted a screenshot of the Game Awards and put "fuck Konami" on it. His hashtag so, hashtag fuck Konami, which is and great. he actually made a comment saying like probably one of the stupidest decisions that like Konami's ever made was the fucking like a, just. Uh, Canceled you know, Silent canceled Hill. the Silent Hill game after PT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just putting the company on blast, and I'm just loving every moment of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm just highly expecting Kojima to do a fucking same thing. Just at this point, you know, that that would yeah. be that would be actually ten times awesome. <laughs> I'm hoping Death Stranding is basically Silent Hill. Me too, man. I like. I really am. Yeah, I kind of like want them just to like still make that, it just a different name. Yeah, they could do it. I mean, because yeah. he had this idea, you know. Yeah. Or see oh, what that was made. Boy. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Let's see, I love the <laughs> the Doom soundtrack stuff, because hey, it's Doom, the musical soundtrack is fucking awesome, and hell, that music just made the award show a lot better, in my honest opinion. <laughs> um, the other unveilings and stuff, I definitely love the gameplay for Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> that whole thing, it. it feels, it looks and feels like a fucking Mass Effect game. Yeah, the old explorational things from the original Mass Effect. You have look like look like an advanced combat thing from Mass Effect Two 
other types of customizational stuff, different ways to like go through like dip like certain types of missions and do this and do that, you know. And, but uh, yeah, anyway, it, that was just it was just so awesome just going forth and just uh, watching the uh, just the unveiling of the trailer in and of itself, just seeing the different types of options that would be presented there in a much more flushed out like flushed out way <laughs> but let's see i'm trying to think uh no some of the awards were justified it was kind of interesting seeing nolan north kind of put some other like a voice actors on blast and stuff for the whole uh for the whole like voice acting things you know right. i kind of understood like where his perspective comes from that without like the developers and like certain game creators and artists and stuff there wouldn't be like too many of the voice actors getting jobs nowadays but I kind of found it funny as considering that he was probably one of the main ones to do with a lot of the voice acting over the past, like, five, well, eight years or something like that. Yeah, an exception. <laughs> but, he's, like the, uh, he's the biggest in the company. Yeah. The biggest in the industry as far as that goes. Yeah, with, yeah, as far as voice actors goes, like, him and, like, others, like, say, Laura Bailey and all this other stuff, big name, Bird like, uh, mm-hmm. video game, like, voice actors that cover multiple games they definitely get their fair share and stuff in comparison to just just say like other voice actors just starting out or say like a david Hayter for example you know well renowned for metal gear solids like solid snake but yet he can't find any other fucking like voice acting work too much so on gaming he does thinking about that he's actually like a producer and a writer though for movies yeah he he has plenty of gigs yeah he he does first two action movies co-wrote but like I said, though it's like overall the the award show was good. There were some great things like about it and stuff. Though at the same time, I felt like it could have been a bit better. Like in terms of, uh, well, it just the terms of presentation. I gotta say though, the most epic moment had to be the beginning of the award show with Jeff Keighley just going this cringeworthy type of like praise for Hideo Kojima. Which, oh yeah, that was when fucking he awesome. Gave Kojima a blowjob on stage. <laughs> I wish I would have warned us about that. You gotta I would have joined in. I would have got a ticket and wouldn't join him. <laughs> and that's just the thing, though. Those two have been covering one another for the past, like, 20 years almost. Since, like... Well, not, like, 20 years. More, like, since, like, the Metal Gear Solid 2, you know? Like, 2001. So, more reminiscent of, like, 10 years or so. 15. <laughs> so, it's just interesting seeing those two, like, uh... Like, give superlatives to one another, off and on. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to mention one thing about the... I'm about to mention. That Dragon Cancer. Yeah. Uh, that whole uh, part with Ryan on the stage. That was, was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. That, that was amazing. The dad. Yeah, the dad. The, um, the child. Yep. Uh, Jewel. Uh, so, yeah, that was an awesome moment. Um, that was kind of like... That was my... What What was that for? Track... Um, that's not that game like, that's about hyperlight drifters. No, this is like oh, I guess like what it's for. See, I kind of came I, in halfway through that positive message. I can't remember the name of it. Basically, like a game with telling a me- like a great message. Okay. Um, and like just his he wrote a game. Uh, he helped make a game basically about his child, uh, the real story about him. Oh yeah. His child having cancer and then dying from cancer. Yeah, no, um, I can't imagine. Yeah, so um. That's pretty touching. Seeing him up there talking. Yep, uh, I don't know if there was a dry eye in the in the uh, in the. No, in the, I don't think so. In the in the in the building that during that, uh, that was a touching moment. Um, probably my, that was probably my favorite moment of actually the entire show. 
or like most memorable moment. It was Agreed. kind of the Greg Miller speech last year for me with when he won Training Gamer. Um, that was that's. I mean, obviously, I think this one's a, different reasons was probably my most memorable one. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, definitely my favorite part. Um, but I think that's gonna wrap up the show. We're kind of going long, so I'm probably we're just gonna go ahead and skip uh, Rush Game of the Week. Sorry, Gables. That's fine. That's okay with you, Colonel. Um, <laughs> you better ask him. I don't want to have to clean. I don't want to clean the bathroom with my tooth with my toothbrush. Um, <laughs> or name you every type of shrimp. Gables. I would know six. Um, but anyways, if you guys uh, enjoyed the show, you want to hear more from us. We're on uh, Twitter. We. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm throwing myself off. I have a, I have a system here. We're on Facebook. We have a page and group on there. Uh, uh, Gin Gaming Podcast. So like and join us on there. On Twitter, we are at Gin Gaming Pod. Uh, so follow us on there. Best place to go usually when the show. Um, those are the first two places to go when the show is uh, released. The new new episode is released. Probably the best places to go to find out right away. Um, on YouTube, Generation Gaming is our name of our uh, our channel. So subscribe to us there and like our videos. The podcast goes on there. So if you want to listen to us on YouTube, it's easier for you. It's all audio, no vis- no video, anything like that. But like it. Um, Greatly appreciate it. It helps us out. More people can see it. And if you're listening to us on YouTube already, we're also on iTunes. Uh, go on there, please. Leave us a five-star review. Four is fine. Three is also fine. Uh, if you like the show, just you know, don't leave a review. Just go away. Uh, if you made it this far. Probably haven't. Um, All publicity is good publicity. Yes. No. This is the worst show I've ever heard in my life. That's not good publicity. <laughs> it's got to be good. It's publicity. Who wants to hear it? It's publicity. Uh, yeah, some of my own. This might. This is the worst I've ever heard. Ones and fives. That's good because you got people that want to listen to it because they think it's really shitty, and you got people want to listen to it because it's good. Is that? Does that not, doesn't make sense. Though. No. Uh, does, only but... you want to torture yourself by listening <laughs> to shitty things. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So like us out. Check us out on all those places. Also on Twitch. Uh, Justin said you've been uh, you've been doing some live streaming for that. You did, I saw you do it Virginia. Uh, so, yeah. so you're doing Virginia for a little bit on uh, the other day so we're doing that at Jinking Podcast so I think it's a, is it a follow or subscribe I can't remember but on Twitch we're there at Jinking Podcast so thank you guys so much for listening I'm your host I was Tyler I've been Justin and the colonel is checking out oh, well. <laughs> his heart stopped <laughs> he's dead <laughs> yes but seriously until next week, everybody. GG. Alan. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I burp you all of a sudden. Oh, it tastes like Domino's Pizza. Me too. We're going to start. Wait. <laughs> it tastes like grandma. It's like, that's the opposite of Willy Wonka. <laughs> we're going to start floating now. I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> I was going to say we're going to just come back down well, now. If it's a Family Guy episode, we just start farting and we'll, we'll float back down. <laughs> <laughs> farting, burping. Same thing. It's all Ladies and gentlemen, the beer room. <laughs> and we're out. Bye, guys. Signing out.